The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Welcome back. You can contact us by text to 51551, email the business at rte.ie or tweet to at the business RTE. Now, our eyes were all drawn to the high seas this week as we watched the daring escapades of the Army Rangers dramatically winched onto a cargo ship carrying a massive consignment of cocaine. The haul worth a staggering 157 million euros thought to have originated in South America for distribution across Europe. For any legitimate business, such a massive loss would be an enormous blow but what about smugglers and others in the drugs trade? We're joined by Jude Weber, who worked for the Financial Times in Latin America over two decades and is now the FT correspondent here. The 2.2 tonnes of cocaine seized this week is the biggest ever in this country, Jude. I assume, though, it is probably literally a drop in the ocean when it comes to the global drugs business. Oh, it really is. Um, there's no doubt about it. I mean, when you just come to the Clan del Golfo, the the, the cartel that was responsible for this, um, I was just looking up some numbers. Just in the space of two days in April in 2021, um, on April the 12th, they seized one, one and a half million tonnes. Uh, sorry, one and a half tonnes. And then two days later, 2.9 tonnes. And then a couple of months later, Six tons. So you know that just shows the the massive quantities, um, and it's being shifted. And Europe seems to be a very big target now. I read somewhere that you know Europe is the biggest cocaine market yeah. in the world. From your time in Latin America and in Mexico and, and elsewhere, is is one of the reasons for that the way that the the drugs market has changed in the United States? It seems to have shifted and changed towards opioids, towards synthetic drugs like fentanyl. But I think that's actually, that's that's because of, it's it's like cars, isn't it? You buy what's available. Um, and it's much less risky for the cartels to produce synthetic drugs because you don't have to have, you know, fields of poppies or fields of coca to make cocaine. And you don't have to have clandestine labs. You just need the precursor chemicals, which you can get from, from China. And it's just so much simpler, cheaper and faster. So I think I think that's what's driving it. When you look at the drugs business from literally from the ground up, you, you would have seen poppy farms in Mexico. You was would have visited people at, at different parts of that drug supply chain, and that has changed now because the synthetic drugs can, are, are like drugs like fentanyl are, are being made in in sheds in Mexico now and sold across the border in the US. Yeah, I mean the thing I went to um, a few years ago now, but I went to a field in in Mexico and it's just full of poppies and they're not you know it's not sort of beautiful red flowers that you imagine, but it's it's a field. It's not that big, but you know it's actually quite dangerous for the people because they're very exposed to the police. And so, you know, they go there with a little tin and they get the gum, the resin out of the poppies and then they trade it on. But at any time, the police could come and and close that down. So the alternative is to, you know, all of these cartels work because they bribe officials. So you bribe the officials in the port, you get your, your shipments of precursor chemicals coming in and then you can spirit them away because the other way that, um, that cartels work is they have, um, you know, separate areas and then they extort officials and and other cartels to to have sort of exclusive control of that particular piece of turf. So, you know, it's just so much simpler for them. So I think that's what's driving it. Speaking in New York last week, the Taoiseach issued a warning to prepare for a potential surge in fentanyl use here, uh, which would lead to a rise in drug-related deaths and, and homelessness. Fentanyl, just to put it in perspective 
is incredibly dangerous, incredibly potent, 50 times more potent than heroin. 50 times more potent than heroin. And and that means that if you buy, I, I talked to somebody once who said you can buy a kilo of fentanyl online in China for, say, $9,000. And then you can cut that. And so that can go into tons more drugs. You can mix it with heroin, you can mix it with cocaine, you can mix it with all sorts of things. So it goes much, much further. And it's also increasingly addictive. So as a business model, that's excellent because then it keeps people coming back for more. And that is part of what is increasing the drug-related deaths in the United States. Absolutely. The the use of fentanyl in other drugs as well as the opioid crisis that they had. Unlike other drugs like cocaine and that, am I right in saying because it's a synthetic drug, it could be made in Ireland, you don't need necessarily the same raw material or crops or natural raw material that no, you do for cocaine or heroin. That's right. I mean, it's not plant-based at all. It's in, entirely synthetic. So, yeah, I, mean, I suppose in principle you could make it in a shed in, in somewhere is this, in Ireland. Is this potentially a massive crisis then that, that really could could hit our shores, hit Europe as well? Because it might be the last days of these big shipments of cocaine if people switch more into these harder drugs. Well, I mean, there's still a massive market for cocaine. It's still incredibly lucrative. Um, you know, just the cartel, the golfer that that are believed to have been behind all this daring do in the high seas um, in the last few days, they, they're the biggest suppliers of cocaine from Colombia. They're not going to stop that down overnight. It's something like 700 tonnes a year that they ship. So that's a massive, massive amount of money. It's like estimated to be about $26 million. So, you know... Even though it might be overtaken by another revenue stream, that's still a big money earner for them. And the other lesson, I suppose, from the United States, there's this huge ongoing debate about legalisation of drugs at what level that should happen, should it happen. The US has has legalised, you know, marijuana and cannabis in certain states. But, you know, the illegal criminality aspect of the drugs business seems to be as big as ever. Well, I mean, it's because, yeah, I mean, it's the harder drugs, it's only the softer drugs that get legalised. Mexico's interesting there because in the 40s they did actually briefly, very briefly, legalise all drugs. But uh, that soon got shut down and prohibition and then, you know, I suppose, you know, uh, then that might have helped, you know, the rise. There's other conditions, obviously. They've got the kind of ability to, they've got the geographical route into the US, but um, but that's what's, you know, helped. Prohibition drives the trade, doesn't it? It was a short-lived experiment. <laughs> Jude Weber, Ireland correspondent with the Financial Times, thank you very much for joining us on the programme.